0: Hey, and welcome back to Astrology and You. I'm Maxine. And I'm Alice. And today
1: we're talking all about Uranus and its transits through your birth chart.
0: Yeah, we're going to get into Uranus through your houses. And at the end, we'll touch on also like when it transits your natal sun and moon. So lots of good details for you.
1: Yeah. And before this episode started, we were kind of having a debate like how to pronounce this planet. It's just like really awkward. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I feel like I. I still don't know how to pronounce it. Um, I used to say Uranus, but obviously that sounds too much like another word. Um, so now we both say Uranus.
0: <laughs> I've always called it Uranus, but then Alice, she was saying before this episode that it sounds like urine. And I've never made that connection. And I feel like an eight-year-old laughing about this, but here we are. <laughs> I know.
1: We're just going to have to roll with it.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're going to get into what it symbolizes by transit and yeah, getting into all the good details of it. We, we don't have an update for you, a life update, because we're going to get to that when we share our own personal examples with Uranus.
1: Yes. And the reason we wanted to talk about this planet today is because Uranus is kind of having a moment right now with it being in Taurus and the eclipses are happening also in Taurus right now so even though that transit's been already been going on for a few years since 2018 it's really getting more emphasized throughout 2022 and into 2023 because of the eclipses and then Jupiter meeting up with it too next year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when we are talking about Uranus transits, it just stays in a sign for seven years. And we'll get into all of this, but right now is a kind of time where it's heightened in importance. It kind of has an exclamation mark next to it.
1: Yes. And again, shameless self-promotion. Like if you listen to this episode and you want to know more about transit planets and how to track that in your chart, we have our Applying Transits course. We will put... The link to everything in the show notes.
0: Yes, and we always link those in the show notes, but also anything we mention in the episode and our own websites and Instagrams too, because we love to connect with you.
1: Yes. Okay, let's get into it. So first we wanted to talk about what does Uranus symbolize as a planet? Like what does that even mean? Um, I think keywords when I first think of this in your birth chart or just in general is Uranus for me symbolizes a lot of unexpected change that you really cannot anticipate. Like, I feel like it's easy with, like, planets like Mars and Saturn or Jupiter to be like, oh, that planet's great, that planet's difficult. With Uranus, it's neither easy nor difficult. It's just, like, random. And sometimes those random events can be pretty difficult, but, like, other times they could be a welcome change and, like, new variety.
0: Yeah, it definitely gives sudden changes in your life so sometimes this can look like you know things that you do like or other times it can be sudden losses or yeah it's definitely has an unpredictable nature i would say of all of the planets by transit uranus is just you need to expect the unexpected and know that anything during those transits like it it, anything that needs to fall away during that time usually is something that has become too monotonous or or dull or the same
1: Yeah, I would also say Uranus is a big planet of innovation and like wanting to do things differently. It's like seeing how tradition has gone, the status quo has gone up until now and feeling like you need to fight against that or go in a completely different direction.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot about innovation and also just anything out of the ordinary or anything really future oriented.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why technology and like electricity sometimes fall into the realm of Uranus.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, or anything that kind of gets you out of the mundane. So it really can symbolize a lot of things. Like even astrology actually is ruled by Uranus.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that. You're right.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so really cool. And then also, I feel like Uranus just generally, when I think about it, it just makes you think about things that have become stale in your life and also where you need to be flexible to new and unexpected opportunities or changes.
1: Yeah, it kind of like awakens you. Like if, I don't know, something's felt dull or stale, it's kind of like it, sh- it serves to shake things up and finally cause change to happen. I want to differentiate, though, between what Uranus means in your birth chart versus what it means in transit. What would you say for that?
0: Yeah, I feel like, well, I love that you just use the word awakening because in your birth chart, Uranus to me symbolizes this karmic area of life by house where you're needing to really shake up the patterns there. So maybe traditions from like ancestral traditions or patterns from past lives, whatever you want to say there. But I feel like it really asks you to kind of, make your own rules there.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's also an area of life, like the house location that Uranus is placed in is so indicative, like where you cannot follow what everyone else is doing. So if you have it in like a career part of your chart, it's like maybe you need to have kind of an unusual line of work or like you can't just follow what a traditional career path might look like or what your parents tell you to do
0: hmm mm-hmm. yeah you really have to rebel in that area of life and even if especially almost I would say you know if you are doing things contrary to like you know what society would want for you that actually is a good sign by if you're looking at Uranus by birth chart
1: yeah just to give like a relationship example um, I had someone reach out to me who has Uranus in the seventh house of relationships and they were like yeah, I've been with my high school sweetheart for the past like eight years, I think. And we have no intent, we have no plans to get married. And it drives everyone around us crazy. And that's just like so Uranus in the seventh house. It's like, no, I don't need to do the traditional, like, step by step of how a relationship should look like. I'm going to make my own rules here.
0: Mm, or those people, if they do get married, they have a very different idea of what marriage might look like.
1: Yeah, or just needing, like, being drawn to, like, long-distance relationships or needing space still, like, maybe not wanting to live with your partner immediately. It's like, I need to maintain my own sense of self.
0: Ooh, and also another one, too, by birth chart, if you're looking at your natal Uranus, then it can point to being drawn to people who are quirky in nature or different or unexpected. So, like, if you have Uranus in a relationship house, like, that – can be something there, but also you know, Uranus in a house related to your self-expression, like your first house, that might ask you to actually be really different by nature and kind of feeling very different or like a lone wolf in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, like first or fifth house. It's like you have such a unique way of expressing yourself. A lot of people may not understand it. Um, Or you're just like, so yourself and you don't care what other people think. (laughs)
0: mm <laughs> yeah yeah and I think so Uranus definitely shakes things up and I think it also shows you where you have to approach life in fresh exciting or new ways so yeah that's what I would have to say for birth chart
1: yeah I wanted to like so you have it in your eighth house this is like the final thing I'll say on this um but I just wanted to that one is
0: kind of tricky to me
1: like having it in a placement like the eighth house like how do you see Uranus in your birth chart play out
0: Oh my gosh, in so many ways. (laughs) Um, But I would say generally speaking, if Uranus is placed in the eighth house, I see that a lot where it makes you so that way you you have like sudden insights. I get that a lot. And it, it really has a lot to do with needing to kind of, like the way that I relate to my emotions has to be changed in big ways. So I feel like I've done a lot of work recognizing areas related to the 8th house themes especially when it comes to my in, like instinctive emotional reactions like Scorpio moon <laughs> where i'm like oh actually i need to find a way to make that work for me or not do things as i kind of have in the past
1: yeah like uranus in the 8th and 12th is more about kind of like awakening like intuition and i guess like tapping into like subtle energy around you Those are just like harder to grasp, I feel like.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of fears associated with Uranus in the eighth house. I I have a ton of irrational fears. (laughs) So I feel like that is one thing I see. And then Uranus in the twelfth house, that one's tricky too. But I noticed that with people who need to really find their own way spiritually. And usually that can also be something where you may have grown up in a way where that wasn't accepted. So finding ways to see that in a new light.
1: One last thing I wanted to say is like Uranus um, birth chart placement. I feel like when you're younger, it's an area where you like rebel and like do things just to be different (laughs) and like be go against like what everyone else is doing. But then as you grow into it, I feel like you learn how to work with it a little more productively. Like mine's in the sixth house. And I would just like, I don't know, like I loved being like, I don't. I don't like showing up to work on time. I'm like so chaotic in my schedule. Um, Like I thought that was like cool to say. I don't know. So stupid. Um, But I feel like as an adult, it's more like finding a job that like is where I where I am more independent and can like make my own schedule and realizing that and like learning how to work better because of it, not just being like I'm different and no one can tell me what to do.
0: Mm, yeah and also I mean astrology is definitely when you make a career out of that I see that a lot when people do have connections to a workhouse like the second sixth or tenth
1: yes okay so that covers kind of how to interpret it in your birth chart for the majority of this episode though, we want to focus on Uranus in transit so as we mentioned it spends about seven to eight years in a sign and therefore a house in your chart if you're using whole sign house um and that eight year period will see you undergo a lot of change in that part of your life, like constant, like periodic change, not just one big change. Like as the years go on, um, I don't know, there'll be changes that like build upon each other.
0: Ooh, I love that you mentioned that. Yeah, it definitely is change that. Throughout that seven to eight year period, you experience it with sudden almost bursts of realizations or insights or new experiences or kind of shocking events even. But I think when you look back at that time period, it just kind of settles, the dust settles and you see, oh, that was the main thing that I got out of it. And it's very obvious in retrospect.
1: It's kind of interesting because I feel like a lot of the case, like when Uranus first entered Taurus in 2018 for a few months, um, and then fully in 2019, like people saw changes pretty immediately go into effect in that new house of Taurus in their chart.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely did. That was when I found astrology. Yeah, same.
1: So it's pretty crazy. Um, I would also say Uranus transits have you wanting to have like greater freedom and independence in that area of your life. Um, So if you felt restricted in some way, it's like finally breaking free of, I don't know, that could be like your own mindsets that are holding you back. Or it could be like being in a restricting relationship or a job situation and wanting to quit and finally going off on your own.
0: Yeah, uh, it definitely asks you where you have felt we kind of mentioned this earlier but it really asks you okay what has gotten to be a little too humdrum or mundane or boring or just kind of monotonous in your life even if you don't actively see it as dull it's like okay this needs an injection of some new experiences a new approach to that area of life that kind of thing it kind of shakes things up there
1: yeah because there are so many changes it can be a bit unpredictable too like Maybe you make one change for yourself at the start of the transit um, and then as the years go on, it's just like you decide there's still more changes to be made. I'm just thinking of like past experiences like Uranus through my ninth. I changed where I went to school like five times. So it wasn't I feel like you're never it gives us like kind of like restless, anxious energy as well where you're never fully satisfied and you're constantly seeking like newness and variety.
0: Yes, I agree. And I think also the restless nature, sometimes if you feel that restless nature and you act on it and you recognize consciously that some area of your life needs to shift, that is how you can work with Uranus transits more easily. Because I mean, I notice I'm a Taurus sun and my relationship to change is very much, I don't know, I don't love it as much um, in some respects. And so I think... People I see, like when giving readings who also don't like change, Uranus transits can really be a little tricky for them because it's some area of your life where, you know, you're comfortable, it's in your comfort zone and you're being kind of forced out of it if you don't actively say, okay, this is something I want to change. It kind of feels like it's happening to you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like if you're not comfortable taking a risk or being confident in going off and doing something different, like change will probably be forced upon you.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, too, because it's almost like in a lot of senses I've noticed in the past where if I'm not consciously wanting to change that area of life, I feel like almost subconsciously (laughs) the universe just picks up on that. And yeah, so it can kind of affect you in different ways. So I would definitely suggest working with Uranus Transits in a way where you are open and receptive to new opportunities.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, so if we're looking, if you're looking at your birth chart trying to figure out where Uranus is transiting right now, we mentioned it's been in Taurus since 2018, and it'll stay there until um, 2026. So you're looking at the Taurus ruled house of your chart for this transit.
0: And if you are curious, just we wanted to share the dates with you. So because of the retrograde, it has three different periods that it is in Taurus. So we have May 2018 to November 2018 was the first entry. And then we're in the current March 2019 to July 2025 transit. And then the last little bit is November 2025 until it fully exits in April 2026.
1: Yeah, and then I'll move on to Gemini. Um, And before it was in Taurus, it was in Aries. So you could also look back to gain like um, I don't know appreciation for past events that have happened to you if you look at the Aries ruled house of your chart and look at the years of like 2010 2011 to 2018 2019 and see how in that 8 year time frame how you may have, ex- have experienced like a lot of changes going on in that part of your life.
0: Mhm. Yeah, so definitely when we get to the houses one by one, you could listen to the previous house that it was in for you during that time.
1: Yes. Okay. So when we're thinking about Uranus and Taurus, everyone's going to be feeling this on a collective like world level. And then we'll get into like how you'll feel how you're feeling it individually. But with when we're thinking of Uranus in Taurus, that sign specifically, you're blending the meaning of the planet of Uranus so change, um, innovation, kind of wanting to do things differently and stand out in some way with the significations of Taurus, which has a lot to do with like practical matters. like What do you value? Um, what makes you comfortable? That type of stuff. What would you add?
0: I think with Taurus, what I've really noticed for everyone at different levels is it, it's asking you to change what you value and valuing yourself more. So that can show up in different areas of your life, which we'll get to by house. But that's been kind of a common thread for everyone even though it shows up in different areas. Yeah, so like this could be,
1: I don't know, like your values and your morals, or it could be like, what what do you value spending money on? What work is the most valuable to you? How do you want to make money for yourself? Also, what makes you feel the most secure? Um, And like, how can you have more security in that part of your life or change up maybe how you felt security in the past and how you do now?
0: Which is interesting because, of course, like we mentioned, Uranus is wanting to change and Taurus doesn't really love change. So you can see how. So, you know, everyone I feel like has been experiencing this. I've, I've experienced it as a lot of anxiety when it comes to this area of your life where you're like, hey, I'm kind of comfortable there. I like being in my comfort zone. But this transit of about seven to eight years is making you have to sh- have some shakeups in that area of life. So it can definitely put people more on edge.
1: Yeah, it's typically an area that you love to control or feel like you have a lot of control over. And Uranus does not learn that anymore. It's like, sorry, no, things are changing here. And despite if you want them to or not.
0: <laughs> yes, I love that. And I, I think that was one last thing I wanted to mention too about just going back to if you like change, it's a little easier with Uranus transits. It's just, I feel like so many people with Uranus and Taurus are experiencing these changes in these areas of life where they actually value that regularity and structure so much so that in that area of life you're almost willing to sacrifice happiness in some way. And that might be going too far in you know, for some people, but I've noticed that even myself where it's, you know, I'll cling to old patterns in the area of life ruled by Taurus because it's just comfortable and it's known so i think that's a big shake-up for everyone because of this uranus taurus combo
1: a huge theme i'm noticing in like current events it has to do with like the Taurus themes of business and money and seeing shake-ups to that like emergence of bitcoin um all this talk about a recession also like the housing market all of this stuff that involves um Maybe feeling secure, how you make money for yourself undergoing big changes.
0: Hmm, Yeah. And then, and also other themes too that might be getting a shake up is how you relate with your own sexuality, food, comforts, the other pleasures in your life, like whatever that looks like to you, because Taurus is so much about those areas of life, as well as like Alice, you said, money and business it's just needing to see that in a different light and kind of break down old structures there and create something that's, you know, different and more aligned.
1: Yeah. One big trend I notice is like, um, I associate like Taurus cause I had like a third house perfection year role by Taurus once. And it was all about like getting out into nature and like, appreciating the beauty in life so I feel like there's been more of a movement towards that like so many people are obsessed with like going on walks now that's like a TikTok trend Um, (laughs) yeah like going on walks is so stupid because it's just like you're going on a walk but like it's this movement I feel like because of the pandemic that you could just walk and that's your exercise and like observing kind of nature and the world around you
0: Mm, Yeah, kind of opening your eyes, Uranus, to nature and the simple pleasures of life with Taurus, for sure. Yes. Okay,
1: so that covers it for world themes, unless, do you have anything to add there?
0: No, that's perfect. I think that gives a good look at kind of how everyone's been experiencing it collectively.
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay, so now we're going to get into what it means um, based on your rising sign and like what house it's been currently transiting through for you. So seeing if this stuff has already happened for you since 2018, but knowing that it will continue through 20 until 2026.
0: Yeah. And so remembering when we go through this, this is the area of life that, is being affected right now with uranus in that house so first off we wanted to begin with the first fifth and ninth houses so this is for earth risings currently and this has a lot to do with big shake-ups regarding how you express yourself and really how you approach life or how you let the world see you
1: yeah and it could also have to do with like all having newfound hobbies new interests that you didn't have before and being i don't know just like keeping a big like keeping more of an open mind to different beliefs different spiritualities um different hobbies kind of leaning into the ways in which you're unique and like what are your individual interests outside of like group or what's expected of you
0: Hmm. And it's also about redefining yourself and your whole approach to life might have shakeups at this time. So maybe you're seeing things in a new light, a different perspective, and also I see this a lot with wanting to seek new forms of self-expression. So, you know, like Alice, you mentioned hobbies or different interests, but that can even be wanting to kind of let the world see a different side of you that maybe you're not always as comfortable or confident projecting into the world. You might actually find the ways to use your voice or to exercise that kind of individuality and let that be put on display.
1: Yeah, I feel like that probably rings the most true for Taurus rising with it through their first house. It's like, who am I? How do I want to be seen by other people? And going through these, like, major, I don't, like, major, major, like, identity (laughs) development.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes, like, Taurus risings. I have gotten so many Taurus risings come for readings in the past few years because... Yeah, they're just totally reevaluating who they even are and wanting to, I I kind of like to call it their rebel period, (laughs) where Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. they're just breaking free of all their limits that other people have projected onto them or, you know, having a new attitude or identity or just really letting themselves revolutionize how they're showing up. So, you know, forcing people really around them to see them for who they are in their authenticity and... I feel like it's it's cool because people in their life are kind of surprised, but it's beautiful. It's cool to see.
1: Yeah, because I feel like typically Taurus rising is like so pleasant. Keep the peace, you know, and it's so different with Uranus right there
0: oh my gosh, yeah, it's like, no, I need to be seen. And I mean, I feel like the determination kind of comes up a lot where, you know, maybe they're being very, they're exercising their ability to really cling to something in terms of like, no, I'm going to be this way. Even if other people expect me to make this change or to stick this out, I need to do it in my own way. So.
1: I would say the differentiating factor for like Virgo risings with the Uranus transit in your ninth house um, would be kind of having eye-opening new experiences with different cultures, with foreign travel, with really like awakening the potential you have for maybe public speaking or publishing and writing and getting like quick opportunities in those areas.
0: Mm, Yeah, or maybe even like traveling a lot, but maybe finding it even unsettling or just feeling like there's not a lot of stability in their beliefs and how they, their ideals
1: yeah, like I had Uranus in the ninth house when it was in Aries from 2010 until 2018, and from 2010 until 2016 through 2016. So the majority of that transit, I was living abroad. So it is really literal like that. And it was like multiple countries, like Italy, Switzerland, London. And I also transferred. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, I also transferred university like three times. Like I went to three different colleges because I couldn't make up my mind about where I fit in and like what I wanted to study. So it really is kind of, it's like, yeah, having these like great travel experiences, but also feeling like you mentioned, like unsettled or constant change that you can't keep up with.
0: I love that example, Alice. That's a good one to share. Yeah, and I I think that's good for that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was I was going to say, too, just to differentiate also, like, for Capricorn Risings with the fifth house, I feel like that can also have a component where you might have more on and off again relationships. Or also, it could also be something about, like, sexually, maybe awakening there, finding what you actually like. Um And then one last thing, too, is just children. So that might be new experiences coming up there or your children also might be asking you to have new experiences or rebelling a little bit more. So,
1: yeah, with Capricorn Rising, also, it's like experimenting with creativity and really like finding your unique voice that sets you apart.
0: Yes. Love that. Okay. Okay. So next up we have the 2nd, 6th and 10th houses and this is for you if you are a fire rising. So Aries, Sagittarius or Leo rising. Um, yeah, and these have a lot to do with work, big changes there.
1: Yeah, I've definitely experienced this with it going through the 10th house for me the last few years like I changed careers like completely to be an astrologer and I work for myself, so it has that like independent type vibe to it. Um but yeah, I would say Experiencing, like, multiple job changes throughout these, like, eight years. Um, And maybe just also feeling, like, unsettled of still not knowing exactly what to do with career in the long run. And maybe feeling, like, very restless with, like, I need to change up my tasks here. Um, I'm getting bored if I'm doing the same responsibilities for too long.
0: Yeah, and work almost feels, I want to even say, like, oppressive at this time. Like, it feels like it's putting you in a box you know, so it's like you might be wanting more freedom or changes in those areas, as we mentioned, and and definitely it can show up differently based on which rising sign you have or what house it's in. So like four Aries risings in your second house, that might look like changes to how you make a living, more so about the financial aspect or a lot of unpredictability uh, um, with your financial situation.
1: Or also like a way more positive would be like awakening you to care more about your finances um, or find alternative ways to make money for yourself. Like this could be a time where you're going freelance for the first time or picking up freelance work in addition to your job or like turning something into a business.
0: Yeah, it's so good if you are an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur to do things on your own and just having that independence. Put into how you make money so yeah that and also just inner values shifting is a huge one yeah and then with
1: sad the sixth house differentiation is um I guess kind of like daily routine constantly be, is constantly evolving and then it also brings in themes of health and wellness so maybe awakening you to care more about your health or find alternative ways of like healing or taking care of your body um that, that you didn't have before
0: Mm. and also with this one I would say duty can kind of weigh a little heavier so maybe noticing areas of your life that you were just going through the motions or doing things or taking on responsibilities where actually you don't have to anymore or you're recognizing that you know it's not actually what you want for yourself so could be freeing yourself there to have more time for yourself and more balance.
1: Yeah. And then with Leo rising, it is more about like huge shakeups to long-term career trajectory. Like I mentioned, I had a whole entire career change. So it wasn't just, um, responsibility shifting. It was like, oh, like this is a completely different path I'm going down for my entire life. Um, also shakeups to like how you're perceived by the public. So if you do have a job that gets more public attention or maybe you're getting initial experiences with getting more public attention because of what you do for work or like a change in your social status as well
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and being seen a little bit more rebelliously probably too Mm -hmm. or at least or at least independently or a little like different or unexpected like people can't really put a finger on you like very yeah unpredictable
1: Yeah. Across the board with all these fire sign risings, though, is like needing to find ways to be more independent because I feel like you're you're just going to be frustrated with like people telling you what to do, whereas maybe that didn't frustrate you so much before it will just get to you more during this period.
0: Yeah. And also I wanted to say, you know, like if you don't have a fire rising, but you're still experiencing shakeups at work in a big way, it just You know, it can show up in other transits, of course, too, but there might not be as much of a need to just do it to really express your individuality at work. So it can have different reasons.
1: Yeah, like that's a good note to make is like um, if the other rising sign is resonating with you as well, it's there's so many transits to take into consideration.
0: Yes. And this one just happens over such an extended period of time that you really can't avoid it as much. It's really one that you have to prioritize. Otherwise, it just feels like things are out of your control.
1: Especially this year and next, like what we talked about earlier on in this episode, like the eclipses and then Jupiter moving into Taurus next year, too. Like it's it's really getting activated this year in twenty twenty three.
0: Yeah, and usually they are things, again, like last time I'll mention this, (laughs) but they are usually those things where you have maybe wanted to shake things up in this area before, but you just maybe even didn't know how or didn't feel like you had the time or it wasn't the right moment. So I think in that way, it it can be kind of refreshing, you know.
1: Okay, so moving on to the water sign risings. So this Uranus transit is happening through your third 7th or 11th house if you're a Pisces, Scorpio or Cancer Rising so this has a lot to do with relationships for you how you relate to other people your social life who what types of people you want to align yourself with so maybe seeing just changes with friendship circles in general or changes to your relationship status.
0: And this one can feel a little disorientating because I would say that although you're creating new friendships or new relationships in some way that feel more aligned to your interests or who you are, your self-expression, I do find you're kind of having difficulties in friendships. And it might be that you're just, you've noticed where you've really differed or gone different, down different paths, you know?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Like feeling frustrated that your friendships up until now suddenly don't feel the same, or maybe feeling distant from people or needing to, I don't know, break away from your friendship circle to meet new people.
0: Back when Uranus was in Aries in my 11th house, I noticed that in relationships with friends. So it was a, really a time of having tons of different friends, very Uranus <laughs> going through there. And also, though, just feeling very independent even though I felt like I had a lot of different friends I felt very much that I don't know just it it was very interesting when you have that transit you feel like you're making a lot of new friends but then they're also falling away just as quickly
1: that's really interesting so like coming into contact with a bunch of new people
0: tons of new people yeah yeah and I mean I don't honestly have a lot of friends from that period that I'm still in contact with like a ton so it's interesting to see how you make a lot of friends but also you know I feel like it's every contact you have in life is significant in some way but it's interesting to see how that reflects your changes that you're undergoing at that time too
1: so that would be Cancer rising, kind of feeling that right now and for the past few years too Mm -hmm. and then to distinguish Pisces rising with it going through the third house um also like experimenting with forms of communication so often this might be a time when like you want to start a podcast or you want to take writing more seriously um or finding other ways to like get your ideas across that might be like innovative like using technology like maybe um finding ways to express yourself on social media or through like video content or other I don't know other forms of communication
0: Mm, yeah and just a lot of changes probably in the tempo of daily life getting a lot of shake-ups
1: yeah and then um to the final water sun rising would be scorpio rising having uranus transit your seventh house um if you're already in a relationship, maybe this transit has just signaled like you're relating to your partner differently. Um, and there's like a change in the dynamic between the two of you or like exciting developments taking place in the relationship. Like from going from dating to being engaged or from going single to meeting someone randomly.
0: Hmm. A lot of people get really nervous about this transit because you know, especially if they're in a long-term relationship, they might have read something where they're nervous about big shakeups to that. I would just say that I feel like Uranus, it doesn't have to be something doomy or fatalistic. It's more so just allowing yourself to reflect on the relationship. And even in the best of relationships, that transit just asks you to pause and make necessary changes to kind of see where you can... In, inject a little bit more liveliness into the relationship or where bigger things need to be addressed. And that can be a great time to actually go there and work at really healing anything from the past. So yeah, it can really help actually to bring you closer together even.
1: Yeah, it doesn't just mean surprise this relationship is ending. I feel like that's what people fear the most. Um but yeah, change in how you relate to one another or needing a bit of like space within the relationship. So I don't know, maybe there's a need for you to pull back and have your alone time from your partner, like things like that. Or maybe there's um, something happens with your partner's job where the relationship has to be long distance for a few months and there literally is space created between the two of you. So anticipating kind of events like that.
0: And I will say I definitely have noticed a lot of um, Scorpio risings where – you have been feeling just, I don't know, maybe it has been a little more difficult in your relationship. So acknowledging that there can be more conflicts that do come up at this time and that might have you reflecting on where you actually want to be, where you may be wanting more freedom in a relationship. Like maybe you've just been holding on to that relationship for the wrong reasons or, you know, just not actually valuing yourself and what you want. So I do think that's worth reflecting on too.
1: And final thing I'll say here is also just keeping more of an open mind if you are single about who you want to date, like not adhering to a specific type, just being open to all different types of people that can go for these other ones too, like um, Pisces and Cancer Rising, just being so open to like who you're meeting and who you're interacting with in general.
0: Mm. And I actually wanted to give a really good example, because seventh house transits of Uranus are so significant. Um, I know Beyonce, when she had her children, she actually had that with, she's a Libra rising, so when Uranus was in Aries, she had her children at the very start in 2012, so that was like a year into that transit, and then her last two children in 2017, which was right before Uranus left. So it's cool to see how that's an example where you may have gotten shakeups in the realm of that relationship, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Like, that's a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah. Like having kids is obviously going to change the dynamic. So yeah, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> exactly. Um, Okay, so then finally, we're to air sign risings. Um, So this would be Gemini, Libra and Aquarius risings. Uranus is transiting either your fourth, your eighth or your 12th house, which has a lot I don't know, these are definitely harder to grasp. um, The eighth and the 12th specifically, like we mentioned earlier, but a lot to do with maybe how you process your emotions or awakening to I don't know, your like natural psychic abilities, like feeling like you're way more in touch with subtle energies going around, going on around you, or maybe you're finding alternative ways to better understand your own behaviors, your own patterns and your emotions.
0: Mm, Yeah, well said. I feel like for all of these two, Uranus going through those houses can I mean I'm a Gemini rising so I can attest to this it is a very emotional transit (laughs) like there's just so many shakeups that you couldn't have anticipated especially um you know maybe even originating like with the 12th house I'll just maybe we can start there because I'm a Gemini rising a lot coming up that has come up from the past that maybe you've needed to address and needed to address but haven't so kind of For all of these, just where you're unconscious or the subconscious is, it feels like it's bringing things toward you that maybe you had to have changed for a while and just haven't.
1: Yeah, bringing up stuff that you weren't previously aware of, like how you have certain mindsets that may not be the best for you or like, yeah, just becoming more aware of your inner self.
0: Definitely more about the inner self coming to to the light, like what actually you want or how you actually feel about a situation. And needing with the 12th house transit of Uranus, just there's a lot from the past surfacing. So needing to clear that out before you can move forward. Because when you think about the 12th house, going to the first house, that's such a radical shift. But the more that you can clear currently old patterns, the more you can actually come to terms with expressing yourself more freely in the world. The 12th house is also
1: a lot about like letting go so maybe with that uranus transit through the 12th that gemini risings are experiencing is kind of like sudden loss where it's like oh i'm being forced to let go of this thing i thought i had control over
0: mm-hmm. and also too, just kind of going into the eighth house because that has a similar theme so this is for libra risings that also has a big theme of stirring up things from the past and past selves kind of coming to terms with who you want to be going forward.
1: Rapid transformation where it's like I'm cutting this part of myself, this part of my personality out and I'm being reborn as this new person.
0: Yeah, I feel like the past with that transit just really feels almost intolerable. (laughs) Like you just really get restless in who you are and how you see things and you just want big shakeups and be able to just move forward so with with the eighth house transit especially that one can be really a lot about sudden changes but also a lot about your psychology shifting
1: also for libra rising with the eighth house is um definitely changes to like money and how you're making money or if you own your own business i would say that it's kind of similar to the second where this could be a time where you want to start your own business or see shakeups with how you manage your business too. Or um, I don't know, maybe suddenly receiving inheritance type money or money from investments or being awakened to the potential of like streams of passive income you could have
0: also I just wanted (laughs) I was thinking too. not only with that but with one-on-one relationships at this time anyone who you're romantically involved with I see that as they really are experiencing as a result of all that transformation going on for that person the relationship also has to shift so needing more flexibility in relationships
1: Mm -hmm. and then for Aquarius rising with it in the fourth house this is a bit more literal with changes to where you're living and maybe moving multiple times within that eight-year period. Um, Also experiencing changes to, like, family relationships, too, and, like, how you think of your family members and, yeah, just the dynamics of those, like, the relationship you have with your relatives and your siblings
0: and your parents. Yeah, just also feeling a little cut off from your roots maybe in some way or needing to re-examine that or find your own way, kind of freeing yourself from past patterns, maybe in your own family. I know that's coming up for a lot of Aquarius rising. So whether it's family patterns or also your own habits or ways of seeing things, that might be shifting.
1: Yeah, breaking off from the family unit to start off on your own path or do your own thing. Mm-hmm, hmm Okay, okay,
0: so, so <laughs> I think mean, that's all of the houses.
1: Yeah. So one last thing we wanted to touch upon is specific, specifically, if you have like a Taurus Sun or Moon in your chart, that's also going to be very important to note. But huge, you, yeah. You'll want to note the degree of those planets, and that'll tell you what time frame out of this eight-year period you're experiencing that Uranus transit the most. But in general, like Uranus making an aspect to actually let me back this up a second um not only if you're a Taurus sun or moon but also if you're any fixed sign sun or moon you're feeling this Uranus transit really intensely so Aquarius Leo Taurus and Scorpio if you have any of those signs as your sun maybe you've been experiencing a lot of changes to yourself and your identity um Maxine we've both been experiencing that you felt I mean we both felt that like so literally like change in who I am and like how astrology is kind of like my identity my life now Um, and I'm so much more like spiritual than I was before that transit took place
0: oh my gosh yeah I definitely agree with that and I because I noticed with the conjunction to my son that was felt as really needing to free myself and be just unapologetically more of myself and so yeah I feel like that really was a time of coming back to who I really am and experimenting more and just honestly it feels like when you have aspects of Uranus to the sun like this that are such hard kind of jarring aspects you're just it's like a lightning bolt comes into your life and is just clearing away all the old stuff that you thought you were attached to with your identity and making you actually see your core who you are.
1: That was so well put because i just remember that time frame of uranus being exactly square to my aquarius sun and i literally would say to people like i feel like i rediscovered who i was as a child like oh, all my I and- love that. yeah like you lose all your interests in high school and college like trying to blend in and that really was the transit that made me realize i still had all these interests i hadn't thought about since i was like 12 years old
0: Oh my gosh that makes me emotional. (laughs) It's so so beautiful because it really speaks a lot to getting more in touch with just how you stand out and that's always within you. It's just that we do lose touch of that or there's certain times of your life where it might just kind of feel like that's just getting dusty on a shelf like all of your interests and your passions but Yeah, Uranus to the sun. If you have a fixed sign sun, you're definitely you know what we're talking about right now. It's like, how can you prioritize yourself again?
1: And then if you have a Leo, Aquarius, Taurus, or Scorpio moon, it's going to be more about changes to your living situation and family dynamics. Maxine, you can definitely speak on this more than I can.
0: Yeah, so I have (laughs) I was born on a full moon. So when I when I had Uranus conjunct my sun. It was also opposing my moon. So extra fun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think that was a lot about shakeups emotionally. I think that was a more emotionally difficult transit for me. And I differentiate that as being very sudden and surprising still, but it really reorientates you to see how can you nurture yourself more. So it's more of the kind of needing to really just take care of yourself a lot better than maybe you have and changes to your daily routine to reflect that.
1: Yeah, daily routine is good to add. Maybe also, like, have you felt changes with how you express your emotions to other people?
0: (laughs) So much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely, it, it got me a lot more in touch with my feelings, but also... I probably should have expected this with the astrology, like a Scorpio moon, but I feel like it activated a lot more trust in my intuition and in my own kind of psychic abilities and just feeling so much more connected to that and trusting it a lot more. So I think it was a great transit for self-trust in that respect of those things that you can't always point out or rationally explain to someone. You just can become a lot more confident.
1: Oh, I love that. Makes me excited for the Gemini. Uranus and Gemini square my Pisces moon. I'll get that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we have really went through a lot.
1: (laughs) Yes, so that sums up Uranus current transit through Taurus. um, You should definitely all of this should be resonating with you already since it's been going on for a few years now. But yeah, like we said, there's still a few years left to go. So Yeah, still being open to change and being flexible with doing things differently in a particular area of your life.
0: Yeah, it's all the way now through April, 2026. So super important to just reflect on these areas of life and knowing that we still have a lot of time, like Alice, you're saying, like if you don't resonate with this too, you can always experiment with leaning more into changes in these areas that will really help you to just come alive a lot more and feel more yourself and see where you can actually maybe see things that were a pain in the butt as opportunities.
1: (laughs) Yes. And as we mentioned before, if you're interested in learning more about like other planets in transit around your chart, we're linking our courses and our Instagram handles, everything in the show notes.
0: Yes. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have any cool Um, stories about Uranus in your chart I would love to hear about them so you could definitely reach out to me I know Alice probably you feel the same
1: yeah 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 I love hearing like I, I mean that's how you become better as an astrologer like actually seeing how it plays out real time in someone's life so definitely share
0: stories with us oh I love that okay so we'll link our Instagrams below but thank you so much for listening yes bye guys